coming right back at you. Episode 90, solo cast, Fringe with Benefits. Your friend Stacy here, back to talk about all the crazy stuff that's been going on in our crazy world. Have you noticed that it's like that movie Naked Gun with Leslie Nielsen? Like they made like three or four of them. That is what living in this country is like right now. I don't know about you, but so here I am again. The chains are off. The zip ties have been cut. I am finally free from the network. So anyways, I can speak freely about that and about everything and I don't have to worry about a thing. So here I am again and I come to you to scramble your brain on all things anomalous, peculiar, weird, and abnormal. So I don't ever remember a time in my history since I've been alive or maybe ever in the history of this country in which the president's son was shown being given blowjobs or snorting cocaine off of a hooker's butthole or man counting his you know counting his grams or talking about how he was smoking the parmesan cheese that was in the rug like it's a wild freaking time right now. And anybody who is paying attention to what's going on in Maui with our food products, this whole pandemic starting up again, people testing out because they, you know, they think they got COVID. Well, okay, the issue I have with that, why are you taking COVID tests? If you don't feel well or you got a cold or you got a flu, do you did we ever in the history of being sick need to determine exactly what we had? in order to just stay the fuck home and stay away from people that might be immunocompromised? Since when is this necessary to use a test? Oh, I have COVID. Do you really know the mechanisms that they use to say that you have that in your system? If they're still using the highly cycled PCR tests, then we know that those are not correct. So the fact that they just threw all these crazy numbers at us from 2020 through 2022, and now they're bringing it back on us, and now they're saying that there's this new strain that there's only one vaccine that's going to protect you, and it's going to be released right away, so make sure you get it. And it's not a booster, and the other vaccines aren't going to protect you. Oh, and by the way, if you got the vaccine to begin with, then you're more likely to get this next strain. So your immune system is shit, they're saying. And the people that are most protected are the ones that never got any of that shit to begin with. So it's just fucking infuriating to me that more people aren't pissed off. That's my problem right now. And I think that people are... It's blatant lack of accountability, in my opinion. If you've got a following on social media and you're not speaking out, what are you afraid that they're going to do to you what they did to Russell Brand? Shit, do it to me. There's tons of shit in my past that people could come at me for and I'm not afraid to disclose any of it. I'll tell y'all, I did some shit. You know, thinking back on my past in my last couple of years, I had some people just shit all over me. You know, close friends of mine just shit all over me telling me that my opinion was dangerous and I shouldn't share what I think about things and that I'm I'm brainwashed and I'm out of my mind and, and that um, I need to be censored. The government should tell me 
what I need to think and what I need to say and that I my thoughts shouldn't be allowed on social media platforms. I want to thank every single one of them whoever hurt me or told me that what I thought was bullshit and that I was a conspiracy theorist that I was an extremist. Thank you. Thank you so much cuz you know what? I will be striking back 10 times harder this time. You thought my bite was firm then? Oh, it's going to be so much harder, baby. So moving on, the mask issue, it's fucking tiresome. I saw a lady driving down the road in the car by herself with her mask on. And usually I don't care what other people do, but now it's starting to affect all of us. You remember how they were all pissed off at us for not getting their weird experimental jab? Well, now, now, you know, I guess I shouldn't. Two wrongs don't make a right. But when I see people walking around with a fucking mask on, it just irks me so bad. I heard a story uh, this week from somebody that was doing some sort of thing in the community, some sort of networking opportunity, tourism type of thing. And there's a resort that's local and they sent a representative. Well, this representative went out there and had a fucking turtleneck on but the turtleneck had a long turtleneck part that like it was a mask so the turtleneck pulled all the way up and looped around the ears it was a fucking built-in mask and a fucking turtleneck (laughs) it's just insanity i will not i will not be wearing a mask my kid will not be wearing a mask and everybody i know that i care about they are gonna have to hear from me that I think it's fucking stupid. It's a violation of your your right to be able to breathe, to be able to expel toxins. What if the government came in and told you no, you're not allowed to take a piss or take a shit? You think that's going to be good for people's health? Because it's basically the same thing. In response to that, things are ramping up. Things are, they've been weird, you know? But it's it's out in the open now. Like... We have fat influencers. We have people paying off influencers, health health and wellness influencers, to tell us that aspartame is actually safe. They must be losing some money because it's a fucking neurotoxin. It's not safe. It's not good for us. But now they're being paid by these conglomerate food companies to make sure that they tell their followers that they're sa- it's safe. Just nuts. Just like the whole fat, fat, happy thing. They're telling people you can be healthy at any size. That's not fundamentally true. It's just not. It's harm. It's harmful on our organs. It's harm. Well, that's all you need right there is it's fucking harmful on your organs. It makes them work twice as hard. Early death because of obesity. You get all kinds of issues from it. It's disgusting. It's wrong. What about how they're coming after Mike Lindell? I hope you guys saw parts of that deposition. If you don't know who Mike Lindell is, he's the My Pillow guy. He's a former drug-addicted crackhead. He talks about that all the time. And he's probably one of the most patriotic Americans and amazing business owners that I have I've ever seen. He's a good dude and they're coming after him like crazy. And he has every reason to be pissed off. So if you have a chance to look at the deposition, 
it's fucking funny. You know, he's calling that attorney an asshole and, and his attorney's just sitting there all quiet, just kind of letting him do his thing. And he's sick of the shit. And he's calling out the judge for allowing this to continue because the judges are corrupt. The whole fucking shithouse is in flames, people. Next, okay, Maui. Maui, just so fucking heartbreaking and just... I don't even know what to say about that. And my mind's all over the place because I don't want to believe that this was allowed to happen, kind of like 9-11, and that people were killed for the purpose of stealing other people's land. I thought we were beyond this, but maybe not. But the fact that people are just not even... Some people are not considering the fact that we have technology that changes the weather. Talked about it here before, HARP. We have HARP facilities in several places around the globe. And then we've got these little satellite technologies that are in the ocean all over the place that it's a real thing. Cloud seeding is a real thing. They can manipulate the weather. That's a real thing. They can increase winds, they can increase drought, they can increase rains, and it's all right in the open. The the whole, um, okay, so chemtrails. I remember, I remember always having an issue with the chemtrail thing, but then I had a pilot tell me, well, that's actually just water vapor, so that's, it's not really chemicals they're spraying in the air. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. No, they are, it, they are spraying aluminum, aluminum? Barium and strontium, I believe, in our skies. Aluminum is not good for us. These are micro metals that gets in, they, it gets into our body, it gets into our soil, it gets into our water. It's not good for us. And the reason why they spray these metals in our skies is it ionizes our atmosphere so their technologies work better. There are patents for weather modification machinery. There are patents for directed energy weapons. And do do people realize what a directed energy weapon is? It's a big fucking laser. Yes, can vaporize areas in a matter of seconds. People won't even know what hit them. Somebody I've been listening to a lot lately, because she's kind of came back on the scene. She's got a great new podcast, Roseanne Barr. If you're not following the Roseanne Barr podcast, I mean, if you can handle it, if you're not a big puss, then you might want to listen to what she has to say. I think that she is probably, she's not only super hilarious, she's highly intelligent. She had a head injury when she was a kid. She was concussed and it was serious. I I don't know if she was like in a coma, but it was serious. She hit her head really bad. I think it was a bike accident or something. I'm probably wrong, but she had this severe head injury and that might be a contributing factor as to why she's so flippin' intelligent because I couldn't imagine her, you know, losing some of that ability and being as badass as she is. But not only is she super intelligent, she's very spiritual and she goes into transcendentalism a lot and speaks on, on matters of the metaphysical. And I I really think that people should be paying attention to what she says. Now, obviously, no one's right all of the time. I mean, take it as, as a grain of salt, just like me. 
I'm not going to be right all the time. I'm going to fuck up. I'm going to say the wrong things. I'll get my sources wrong. I'll, I'll listen to somebody that I shouldn't be listening to. We all have the capacity to make mistakes. And that's what's so great about being human is that it's a learning experience. We're all here just learning how to be better people every day. If we care. If we don't, we remain completely materialistic and distracted and in this delusional la-la land in which that's where the government or the globalists would want us to be. So expand your mind, expand your thinking, open your mind for once, please. Kayla Lemieux. Let me look up Kayla Lemieux. Okay, so Kayla Lemieux. Kayla Lemieux is a woodshop teacher that resides and works in Canada. Supposedly, this middle-aged man is transgender. And the reason why Kayla is famous is because he wore these massive Z-cup prosthetic breasts while he was teaching at school. And these breasts have full-on big-ass nipples that show through the clothes. And then he wears this ridiculous big blonde wig and wears dark lipstick in which it's outlined all around his lips so they look all, you know, inflated like all the girls have their lips now. This person's been seen in a new photo strolling through Canada with these huge Z-cut prosthetics, outraging parents, and kids were taking pictures of their shop teacher because, I mean, it's insane. If you look at the pictures, it's wild. He's been harassed, no doubt, which I, I don't agree with that. I don't think that that's right at all. But there's been times in which he was seen out and about dressed completely normal. And then he was telling people, allegedly, that his breasts were real and he had some sort of medical condition. He said that he, he said, quote, I'm not wearing prosthetic breasts. Those are real. Also explain that He's not a transgendered person, but is intersex and has gigantomastia, which causes one breast to grow excessively large. But if you look at the pictures of him in regular street clothes, dressed as a normal fella, you'd never know that he had this issue. What I think is absolutely nuts about this is that this dude, because he's obviously a male, he might be intersex, nobody knows what kind of genitalia he has, but... He's lying about these prosthetic breasts, and I I personally think that he's got a kink, and he is exploring his kink while teaching at a public school, and that's the problem with this person. I don't care if you want to put on a wig and a dress and he, massive prosthetic breasts, but you just, you don't do that in areas where there's underage people. That's that's a, an adult thing, in my opinion. And that's the same same way I feel about the whole drag queen thing. I love drag queens. I've always gone to drag shows. I used to go to clubs in West Hollywood that was nothing but... Um, they, we called them transsexuals back in the day. But drag queens, people dressed in kink wear, people spanking each other. Wild, wild stuff. And it was a blast, but it was adult entertainment. It wasn't anything that was brought around kids. 
and now surrounding this normalization of having these big pride events in which they're family friendly, well, there's certain topics. When you're celebrating your sexuality, there's certain things and topics that it's just not appropriate for kids. I think it's wrong. So this Kayla Lemieux, which sounds like a drag queen name to me, sounds like a total stripper name. If you haven't seen this person, look him up because he is turning this school into a circus and the parents are not happy. The kids probably think it's fucking hilarious. I mean, I would be so entertained if this was my woodshop teacher. I'd be taking pictures too because it's ludicrous. It's crazy. Go check that out if you haven't seen it already. And then maybe let me know how you feel about it. If you're super open-minded, I mean, that's cool because I am too. I've been a freak. I'm, you know, I would consider myself kind of a edgy, again, a liberally free and fun. But there's, when it comes to kids, your sexuality stays out of the conversation. Your sexuality and how you identify, it doesn't matter. When you're around children, our job is to protect them and to show them the right way. To get back on track for the whole reason why I've recorded this podcast, I want to talk about, again, I think I've already mentioned it once, is that they're talking about this new strain of virus, C3PO or something to that effect, and that the previous vaccines that everybody got, got triple, quadruple, jabbed, boosted, to an extent I'd never seen in my life before, that those vaccines won't work. And so they've got this new one that is specifically designed for this particular C3PO strain. But it's and it's going to work. And then they've got all these new scares about the Marsburg virus or Marburg virus. And I don't know if you guys read The Hot Zone in college, but that shit is scary. It's like your body just hemorrhages and liquefies inside and you just bleed out of all of your orifices and you just die. That's some scary shit. And when they're telling us that there's outbreaks of Marburg virus, that's a little terrifying. And then I'm hearing that they were spraying the streets in New York City to combat West Nile virus. Well, wouldn't you think that they would have, you know, if they were concerned about that, they would have done that in the height of summer when mosquitoes were at their, you know, most abundant. Maybe not at the beginning of fall, but who do I, what do I know? Like maybe mosquitoes breeding season is late September. Still, I don't like the idea that they're spraying buildings and people's streets with some sort of pesticide. Like they, they spray enough on our foods and on everything else. Wouldn't you think that maybe, you know, it's kind of like an at your own risk thing. Like, we're all going to die. We're all going to be sick from time to time. And from what I remember is that when you get sick, it allows your immune system to work. And therefore, once your immune system is able to beat off that particular bug, your immune system is that much stronger and can combat other communicable diseases. I really just want to point out that the absolute corruption that is just so blatant 
It's in our faces everywhere we go. The lies are just seething with, it's just, it's so out there. When is the world going to wake up? I mean, I, I guess I could see it a little bit, but when is the majority of people going to stop listening to that stupid box on the TV stand in their living room? That stupid box that tells us lies, total lies. Many Americans have stood up, like I said before, um, and many young people are starting to see the truth and starting to talk to each other. I know that there's a, a huge truther, young Gen Z movement on TikTok I'm hearing about, even though I don't use TikTok. So they're starting to see the truth. And and we are in a situation in our current reality that we're networking as a species on a level that has never been seen before. And we hold great power at this moment right now because we are able to communicate with each other to this level. And life will never be the same after this, ever. Unless we have some serious issue in which we're you know, a mass extinction event and our entire civilization has been destroyed, then we would be starting all from scratch. Kind of like how we are. There's so much about ancient civilizations that we don't know and it's still such a total mystery. Maybe we've been here before. I'm a prepper. I've always been. And it was one of those reasons why I knew I could kick ass on Naked and Afraid was because... I always had this intuitive knowing that shit was going to go wrong and that I needed to be prepared, whether it be physically, mentally, uh, materialistically, any of the scenarios, I wanted to be prepared for that. So what are you doing to get yourself prepared? What are you doing to get your family prepared? Are you talking to them about this? And what are you doing to get your body prepared are you doing cardio, lifting some weights? And what are you doing to get your mind prepared? Maybe that's the most important aspect. That is the biggest survival organ is our brain. When my kids were very little, I foresaw all of this. And you could believe me or you could not believe me, but that motherfucker is not real. I'm just kidding. You could believe me or not believe me I, that I foresaw this. I foresaw this time in my life to be very similar to the way that it is. And it's really eerie, but it's opened my eyes to the intricacies of the universe and how we're never really truly in the dark. You know, there are certain little coincidences and things that happen that clue us in as to what our reality is and what our future is going to hold. It's a beautiful thing. I, I think it's quite the opportunity and you would be foolish not to see it as an opportunity. And I hope other people see it this way. And I sincerely, really deep in my heart, hope that everything's going to be okay and that we will move into a new paradigm in which we have peace on earth and we are building healthy communities that help each other and don't fight with each other and that we have good strong leadership that wants to move us into an age of enlightenment those are all things that i sincerely see in our future but i think we have some hard times ahead of us before that's going to happen 
And I'm really worried about people who are going to continue to take their vaccines and eat the foods that they put in front of us or just continue to take the economic strife that they have forced upon us. Like, now is the time to stand up. Now is the time to create instead of consume. So I I really hope every single one of you seriously thinks about that and takes some action. Another issue that I'd really like to deep dive on is like one of my biggest resentments. And that is people who are struggling with drugs and alcohol. I've been there. I've been arrested four times for being drunk, twice for drunk driving, two for public intoxication. One of those times I committed vandalism and assault and battery on a police officer. So I had some shit happen in my past and I would attribute it to my high risk behavior and the drinking and the party and hanging out at the bars. And I also was a drug user in my teens and early 20s. So I have to emphasize that I have a shortcoming um, to have compassion for those struggling with self-care and being better humans. But I have a very low tolerance for drug and alcohol addicted people. My compassion is there, but I have a very, very firm boundaries of what I want around me and what I don't want around me and what I will allow it to be like around my kids. So I find when I'm confronted with people with these kinds of issues, there's a level of anger and impatience. I believe that this is a form of self-preservation because I know what the wreckage is that these people leave on their friends and family and kids and spouses and their communities. It affects everybody. It's not just you that's putting drugs into your system. It's affecting everybody in your life. So think about that for a second. And it's the whole, it's the inverse of being better, being a better person for your community, for your family. When we take care of ourselves, we become better parents. We become better neighbors. We just become better and, and it the goodness spreads to other people and it's vice versa when you're doing shitty things. It's going to spread to other people and people are going to get pissed and people are not going to want to deal with you. So if you notice that there's people that don't want to talk to you or be around you because you're using and you just can't shake it, that's probably why. So you need some serious introspection and fix it. Like I, I have very low tolerance for people that just do not put the boot down on themselves and say, I'm not going to do this anymore. It is a disease. It's a terrible disease. But we have free will and we have personal choice. We make a choice to have bad behaviors, to act on bad behaviors. We have a choice to first have that thought and then to act on that thought. It all starts with the thoughts that are in our head and what we allow ourselves to think. So if you are in any way supporting your local drug dealer, then you're supporting the cartel and then you're supporting indirectly or maybe directly as a matter of opinion of mine, child trafficking. So people want to remain blameless, like it doesn't hurt anybody or but themselves, but that's incorrect. Like I said before, your family, your children, your spouse, your extended family, your neighborhood, your community, 
your state and ultimately it hurts your country and if you want to get really big about it it's harming all of us as a species so get your shit together one of the biggest practices you can do is to bring yourself up bring yourself up you don't need to knock everybody else around you down to bring yourself up you focus you put your blinders on you run your own fucking race you do not look at everybody else you run your own program keep your eyes forward mind your own fucking business and do your thing the effects of that are amazing and if that means detaching yourself from relationships that are harming you then you you have to you know you don't have to judge that person and their bad behavior you don't have to talk shit about them but you might have to separate yourself from them until they fix some things I heard somebody say before it was a father of a drug addicted man and he said I just can't anymore as a matter of self-preservation I just cannot have anything to do with my son and that stuck with me because he's right how many sleepless nights do you need to have how many tears of disappointment and fear do these parents need to have because their kids are on the streets running amok um, to change the subject on how how far skewed left our entire society has gone, I want to point out that the traditional liberal are being called extreme far right now. So anybody who is just regularly a liberal person who cares about other people are are extreme right now. This has happened to me. It's happened to many of my friends and a lot of people that I follow because we have the same views and I've noticed that they have, they've called it as well. Same thing. I do not think I've changed much on my stance over the years, even though people have said, oh, you've changed. Oh, bullshit. So an observation of that, I think that the entire paradigm and the entire social norm and entirety of society has shifted to the extreme left. People I like were all, you know, liberals five to six years ago, and now they're not falling in line in backwards land in which we live now. They're considered extreme far right now. So who are the delusional ones? The people that wrote the script or the people that are subject to it? All right, let's handle some business. Since I'm kind of winging it on this podcast, it's much more, much different than my previous podcast. I had segments all lined out. I had all the information just right there in front of me. And so I'm trying to teach myself how to articulate myself on the fly so I can eventually do lives for you guys. First things first, I don't advertise for the show. I rarely even share about it on social media, honestly. If you wouldn't mind sharing the show, if you like the content or, you know, know somebody else who's, you know, red-pilled, black-pilled, gold-pilled, whatever-pilled, share the show if they're interested in any of the information. Also, I love reviews. Send me some reviews. Five stars is always welcome. Shit, if you want to give me a one-star, fuck, do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. 
follow me on all my social medias. They're all linked below. I'm literally on everything and I don't have time to even monitor that. And social media is kind of a touchy subject for me right now, considering the last one standing, Naked and Afraid XL, last one standing that aired in May and June of 2023, just a few months ago. And that was kind of why I held back from recording for a while was because I didn't want to slip up and say something that I was under contract not to say. Now it's fair game. I could say whatever the fuck I want. I don't think I'm ever going to go back to work for Discovery now partially owned by Warner Brothers because I feel like I'm contributing to the machine. You know, Pink Floyd's the machine, the machine, the they, them, the ones that want us gone. Yeah, I think that they are part of the problem and I don't want to be part of the problem. And even though Discovery produces some really great stuff, and, and, and by no means do I think that the production companies that make the show have anything to do with this, but they, they contribute it to, to it as well. And they have certain standards that they have to meet, kind of like the ESG thing, that there's this criteria and there's certain things that they have to implement and teach their employees. And there's just different stuff with the production aspect than I experienced on my previous episodes since it was so long ago. And so it was kind of an eye opener. No, I did not have to get the, the clot shot and that would have been a deal breaker for me. So just so everyone knows, I did not do that bullshit. So I did get to go out of country without this shot. And on my way back, it was a little scary coming out of South Africa. I was in Johannesburg and the lady at the ticket counter, I was flying Emirate. I think it was, yeah, I think it was Emirate. And I had to fly home and there by way of Qatar, which you all know is a Middle Eastern area. Well, the lady that was checking me in on my way home, she asked me for my vaccination card. And I said, I'm not vaccinated. And she's like, oh, well, you need to be vaccinated. I said, no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I am not vaccinated and I have no proof of vaccination and I will not show you proof. So she said, okay, well, then you need to wear a mask during the flight. And she wrote on my boarding pass, on my boarding pass that a mask is required in pen and so i was pissed you know because no i'm not required to wear a mask so i went inside the terminal and you know how they have shops and everything and i found a bookstore i bought a bunch of books which was awesome because that's kind of my thing that's my gig and i bought this beautiful pink sparkly pen and I was like, you know what? Fuck this lady. Fuck her bullshit that she wrote on my boarding pass. And so I took that pen that I bought specifically for this reason. And I scribbled out the mask thing. And wouldn't you know, they were making people put on their masks on the whole flight home. And it wasn't like that on the way there. But they were being little dictators coming down the aisle. So that was my experience with traveling abroad uh, post-pandemic. So let's get back. Um, you know, I went squirrel. There is a Telegram invite link below. I do have a Telegram chat group and a channel. It's the Fringe with Benefits channel. That's where I, I funnel all the, the interesting content that I see on Telegram. Telegram is pretty much a completely free platform. You could see whatever people put on there. I don't think they go, I don't know. 
if they go through there and they censor it. But it's been one of the least censored platforms that I have used since all this happened. And so I, I funnel everything that I think is interesting or good to my Telegram channel. So go follow that. You need the link to get in. And then there is a Patreon. I think I'm going to start creating content there. I'm going to try to figure out how to do some split screen recording. So when I am referring to articles, I will be able to talk to you. And then maybe I will be able to upload to any of my channels on Rumble or BitChute or maybe, if I'm lucky, YouTube. I have a hard time censoring myself. So YouTube's kind of touchy. In case you all haven't been paying attention, if you haven't seen what happened to Russell Brand, we're all at risk for that. Also, real quick, there is a mailbag here. And this is weird because I have I know that on the Anchor platform in which this podcast is released, there is an option to leave a voicemail. Have you guys left a voicemail? If you have, send me an email at fringewithbenefits at protonmail.com. And I say this because I'm getting all these voicemail links or media files through the Fringe with Benefits mailbox. And I think everything's a phishing scam. And so unless I know for sure that it's safe, I won't click on anything. So I don't know if those are real. I would imagine that if they were real voicemails from the podcast, they would say from Anchor on there, but they don't. They're from random emails. So maybe I'm doing a good thing by not clicking on anything. Also, if you have any stories, if you want to share something anonymous, if you have any questions about Naked and Afraid, about yours truly, please send me an email at fringewithbenefits at protonmail.com. It's also linked below. And yeah, tell me some shit. I like to hear from people. Every show we do a Stoic of the Week. I, I might change the name of that, but for this week, our Stoic highlighted is Aristotle, my favorite. The entire reason I have that thing tattooed on my chest it was a huge pivot moment for me in my life. He said, Knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. And... Without friends, no one would want to live, even if he had all other goods. And last, the wise man does not expose himself needlessly to danger, since there are a few things for which he cares sufficiently, but he is willing, in great crises, to give even his life knowing that under certain conditions it is not worthwhile to live. Have a great week. Thanks for joining me.